Salam. This is episode number 12 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Assalamu alaikum and welcome. Today we're going to be discussing the topic, how to stay motivated for homeschoolers. And we're going to be talking about how to get motivated and how to stay motivated as a homeschooler. So I think that learning these techniques is so important to homeschooling parents. I believe that learning to stay motivated is actually up there with the top personal skills that you need to master as a homeschooling parent. I think it's it's normal that we all go through dips. We all sometimes lack motivation. That's completely normal. That's human. Um, But what is problematic is when you are feeling that lack of motivation on a regular basis or when you're feeling a lack of motivation um, for very sustained periods of time. And that's problematic. And it's problematic because you're dealing with the education of your children. What you're trying to achieve in your home is important, very important. And ultimately, also, it's affecting you and your fulfillment in life if you are lacking motivation. So um, before we get into this, I want to say hello and welcome you all here and introduce myself. So my name is Dr. Gemma Elizabeth. I am the founder of OurMuslimHomeschool.com and the host of the Raising Mums podcast. And I am a mum of four, recently just had a baby. He's eight weeks old, I think. Um, Fourth child, poor kid. I don't know how old he is. I think he's eight weeks old. Um, And I come on here weekly, inshallah, to inspire mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and to empower mothers everywhere to live their lives fully, to own their lives, and to thrive doing it. And so this is streaming on Facebook right now, and we're on Instagram. Later on, it will be published on YouTube. It'll be on my website, ourmuslimhomeschool.com, and it'll be on the podcast, Raising Mums. So you can go back and watch this again if you need to um, pop out, and you can come back again. Right, so I just want to also just mention that feel free to add comments. I can see already on Instagram, a lot of you are commenting already. Asalaamu Alaikum, everybody. Um, feel free to pop in comments as we go along, ask questions. I will try at the end to answer any of your questions um, after we've gone through this topic. And I, if I can't interact with you as we're doing this live, I do go back at the end, um, when we end, when we finish, and I read everything that you've written. So um, do, do talk to one another, and I can't wait to get cracking with this. So, How do we stay motivated and how do we keep motivated? Motivation is important because with sustained motivation, you can achieve anything, God willing. With sustained motivation, you can push through any barriers, God willing. And with sustained motivation, you can keep going. Motivation leads to more freedom. It leads to more happiness for your family, leads to more freedom for your family, more achievement for your family and more joy for your family. We, as homeschoolers, we need motivation constantly. You might feel that you need motivation to get up in the morning when it's dark outside and start your day, to stick to that curriculum that you're finding hard or that your kid's finding hard, but you know that there's goodness in it. You might need motivation to start habit training your kids or keep going with habit training with your children. 
To start homeschooling altogether requires a tremendous amount of motivation. Maybe it's being consistent with something that you're doing with your children, nature study, going out in the cold and nature study, um, whatever it is, it's being consistent with that Quran. Maybe you have a dream and ambition that your children will learn, the, memorize the whole of the Quran or Juz Amma or just Yasin or something, but you have to be consistent with that. So you need motivation to do that. There are so many things as homeschoolers that we need, um, that we need motivation for. So the first thing, that a lot of people will suggest when you are lacking motivation. And it's not wrong what they're suggesting. It's just, it's only half, half of an answer. When you're feeling like you lack motivation, you will often hear people say, just take a break. Just take a break if you're feeling burnt out. Just step away from the situation and come back when you feel better. Go and do something that you enjoy, that you love doing. Um, heal yourself and then come back. And that's true. That's absolutely true. Um, that's a great piece of advice, but it's only part of the solution. Because for the doctors out there, what you're doing is you're just treating the symptoms. You're not treating the root cause of the problem. For example, um, let's say you're running and you fall down and you scrape your knee. So you put a plaster on it. You start to feel better. You start to heal. You run again. But if every time you run, you fall and cut your knee, you're going to get through an awful lot of plasters. Instead of just relying on those plasters, you need to find a way to stop falling all the time. You need to start finding a way that you don't fall every time you run. If you want to run, you need to stop falling. If you want to homeschool, you need to stop falling. And that is um, by maintaining your motivation. Um, so... So take a break. If you are right now lacking motivation, if you're burnt out, step one, I do want you to take a break and step back from your situation and do something that you love. Maybe you love cooking. Maybe you love um, uh, exercising, whatever. Do that. Try to involve your kids so they're still getting an education and then go back. But you will have heard this um, quote from Einstein. Some people debate whether it was Einstein who said it, but... The quote is good nonetheless. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So when you go back, don't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Put these steps that I'm going to lay out for you now into place. Um, because if you keep falling, if you keep burning out, your children are being affected and it's just not an efficient way to homeschool and it's not a happy way to live. If you want to be homeschooling for a long period of time, you don't want to be burning out all the time, you don't want to be uh, unhappy, you don't want to be exhausted and lacking motivation, you want to be thriving, you want to be loving what you're doing. So these are the steps that you can do um, to, to maintain your motivation and to sustain your motivation, which is really going to change the way you homeschool um, and the energy that you bring to it. So Brendan Burchard, many of you have heard of him, he has this famous quote that you don't have motivation, you generate motivation. Gen motivation is just not a thing that suddenly appears. Ge motivation is something that you generate, that you create yourself by putting steps in place, by building a lifestyle that will generate motivation and keep you going. Um, so motivation is generated in three ways. And for those of you who are visual learners like me, I've made as a picture. 
Now I realize for Instagram, this might be a mirror image, but I am gonna read it out for you guys. Um, on Facebook, it should be okay. Um, so for those of you who are listening on the podcast as well, I will read this out. There are three ways to get motivation, um, to generate motivation, ambition, belief, and action, which leads to momentum. I'm going to go through all of this. I know that this is uh, a little bit abstract. Many of you haven't learned about motivation before. Um, so what if you are able to right now, go grab a pen, uh, go grab a notebook, and you can make notes as we go along, or you can come back later um, and re-listen to this when you've got a bit more time and make some notes. So ambition, the first one. So this is the idea. This is the inspiration. This is what what got you started with this idea in the first place, to start homeschooling, to memorise the Qur'an, to, um, I don't know, to start Charlotte Mason style of homeschooling with your children, to um, make your children eat more healthy. This is your ambition. The second thing is belief. So belief is self-belief, I suppose you could say. It's that internal belief that you can do this, that you can do this for your children and it's going to be great and it's going to be good for them, it's going to be good for the family. That is your belief. It comes from internally. Um, and then action is doing the thing, doing the thing you want to do. That's action, which leads to momentum. And I'll get a bit more into that. Momentum is basically the energy. Once you start doing something, it creates some energy, it energizes you, and you keep doing that action. So, um, ambition, number one. So ambition comes from, like I said, it's an idea, it's an inspiration that you get. Maybe it's a book you read. Maybe it's um, people that you surround yourself with. Maybe you're, you've got some great friends and the way they do things is really inspiring and you want to take on some of the ideas. Maybe it's from a podcast or a broadcast like this, an Instagram account, a Facebook account, or maybe it's just something that you've always wanted for your children. You've always wanted them to, um, to be outdoors. Maybe you've always wanted them to learn Arabic. Whatever it is, you have this ambition for your children and for your homeschool. Um, now, we'll focus a bit more on environment later on, because that's a really big one that I want to touch upon. But when it comes to ambition, I'm going to keep this short. Um, the main thing is I want you just to focus. OK, you can't have 50 ambitions and expect to have a good result with 50 ambitions at the end. Focus on one, two, three at the most goals and ambitions that you want for your children. And um, and that's what I want you to do now. So that's step two. So step two is decide what you want. What are your ambitions? What are your ideas for your children, for your homeschool? Clarify that. Focus on that um, for, for the next few months or however long it takes to establish into your homeschool. So that was step two. Step one was take a break if you need it and do something you enjoy. Step two, decide what it is that you want. Clarify that. And that might sound simple, but for many people, to go from 50 ideas down to one or two is a real challenge. So decide what you want truly for your children. The next thing on this list was belief. So belief is that you believe that this change can happen, that you can do this. And that combined with ambition leads to motivation. So Theodore Roosevelt said, one of his famous quotes, believe you can and you are halfway there. There's another quote, I don't know who said it, if you don't believe it, you won't achieve it. So you have to believe that you can do this. This is something that many people struggle with. Many people struggle with self-belief. Maybe it's a confidence issue. Um, 
And I have done a whole nother live session about confidence. I've left that link on Facebook um, down below with this video. It's on YouTube as well. Instagram, you can find it on my YouTube channel. It's called Finding Confidence with Finding Confidence in Homeschooling. So in a so belief, self-belief comes from confidence. It also comes from faith, from our religion. Um, in the Quran, it says, and when my servants ask you concerning me, indeed I am near, I respond to the invocation of the supplicant when he calls on me. So what do you have to do? You have to make dua, you have to pray to Allah to manifest this ambition that you have for your homeschool. You want your children to memorize Quran. Well, have you asked Allah for that? Have you made dua for that? And know, because Allah tells us so, that he will answer that dua. That faith should be enough to give you belief. That faith in him and the fact that he will answer your du'as should be enough. So whatever your ambition, whatever your intention for your children, have you made du'a yet? That is step number three. Make du'a and make the intention. Okay, make the intention, write it out, say it out loud or just say it in your heart that you intend for your children to do this in homeschool or you intend for yourself in your homeschool to do this. You intend to start homeschooling for the sake of Allah. So that's step three. Make dua, make your intention. Just have a little bit of water. Right. I mean, I think also your past experiences as well will affect your belief, your belief that this is possible. And that is why action is so important and acting upon the intentions you make. Um, when you start making these intentions and you start seeing the fruits of your labor, it will feedback and increase your belief in, in yourself and in what you're doing in your homeschool. And I also think that your attitude generally will affect things. So if you're um, a very negative person and you, um, you don't really think this is going to work and you think bad about everything, well, if you think you're going to fail, you probably are. In fact, you almost certainly are. But if you're optimistic, you stand a much greater chance of having success. Did you know that research actually shows that uh, optimistic people are more successful in life. They they are happier. They actually live longer. Um, so be optimistic, you know, have a good opinion of your Lord and uh, and and believe that you can do this with his help. Um, there is that hadith that says, I am what my servant's servant believes me to be. And um, Allah says, I am what my servant believes me to be. And so what do you believe of your Lord? Are you optimistic? Do you believe good things are coming your way or not? Um, that's up to you. So your, your, your attitude as well will affect your belief that this thing that you have ambitions for, for your homeschool, will come to fruition. And there's also your environment. Now, environment is a really big one, and I have touched upon this many, many times. It does mean your physical environment, and it also means the people that you surround yourself with. And um, I've also tucked in health in there as well, because I think your health is super important. So your physical space, does it motivate you? Does it make you want to homeschool? Does it make it easy for you to homeschool? Many of you will be inspired and motivated by beauty. So is your homeschool beautiful? Do you love the way it looks? Is it tidy? Is it clean? Is it organized? I know that you're thinking, oh, Gemma, I've got enough to do to have to clean and organize my homeschool room. Um, but 
if it's motivating you to get the job done, then I think you should invest the time in it. Does it inspire you? If you're aiming for your children to, um, I'm going back to the Quran because I know that's an inspiration for many, that's a, an aspiration for many of you. If you want your children to memorize Surah Mulk, is the Quran readily accessible for you to do that? Is it with the rest of your homeschool gear and stuff? Is it there during your morning time to pick up and read aloud? Make it easy for yourself. So look at your physical environment. The next thing I want to touch upon as well is your physical health and I suppose your mental well-being as well. If you're in a place where physically you're not well, you're very low in energy, um, where maybe emotionally you're not yourself, that's definitely going to affect your motivation and your ability to get your ambitions and your goals for your homeschool done and achieved. So that needs to be addressed as well. Obviously, right now, if you are suffering from anything serious, if you have depression, if you have um, any serious medical illnesses going on, then this talk might not be for you. You're in a different stage in your life right now. You have different priorities. But for the rest of us, um, you need to address the smaller health issues that you have in your life. And, and lastly, for the environment, look at the people that you surround yourself with. Are they inspiring you? Are they motivating you to homeschool in the way that you had dreamed of? You may or may not have people in your life that you can go to. You may or may not have people in your life that inspire you to, um, to do great things for your children. You want to try and hunt these people out if you can and make friends with people who are doing great things. Maybe they're homeschool, maybe they don't. Um, if you can't find them in your real life, then look for them online. Find them on Instagram, find them on Facebook, YouTube. There are great Facebook groups, communities, and we're so lucky in today's day and age that we have that kind of support. Similarly, I want you to look at what uh, the people in your life that do not support you, the people in your life that drain you and make you feel negative, make you doubt what you're doing. Um, is there a way for you to step back from those people and minimize the time that you spend with them? So um, there are you, some of you may, may also have people in your life that actually put barriers in your way from homeschooling. And um, you know, I hear from many of you about the problems that you're having, so I know that that does happen. Is there a way that you can address that? Because it's gonna affect your motivation. If there's somebody telling you constantly or making you feel constantly that you can't do this, that you, you're not good at this, that your children can't do this, making your children feel small, anything like that, um, it's going to affect your level of motivation. So step four, and probably a lot of you will dwell on step four the longest. Step four is I want you to address your environment. So that means the space, the physical space, your own health, and the people in your life, online and um, in your real life. So look at what you're surrounding yourself with. Look at the people and the environment and make a change. That's step four. Tidy up your space, put fresh flowers. That's something I like to do. Organize your bookshelves. Again, that's something I love to do. Um, whatever it is in your homeschool, maybe put up inspirational quotes or get cute notebooks. It all sounds very small and, and shallow, but if it motivates you to get working and get to whatever it is that you had ambitions towards, then do that. Work on your own health. Uh, and your mental well-being, that will look different for all of you. But self-care is so important as a homeschooling mum. And I've talked about that again and again. And again, look at the people in your life. Instead of meeting up with that friend for coffee who drains your energy, um, why don't you go to a homeschool group and, and mix with other homeschoolers who make you feel like what you're doing is perfectly normal or 
wonderful. Um, and, and unfollow people on social media who make you feel um, inadequate, even if you don't unfollow them forever, just until you have healed, until you're in a better place emotionally, you can do that as well. So if we go back to this diagram, again, very high tech, we've got ambition plus belief leads to motivation. So that's, those are the two topics we've touched on already. Once you feel motivated, once you feel motivated, you've got to take action. There's no good having all these good, happy feelings in your head and feeling great and got all this stuff going on, but you don't actually do anything with it. You have to take action. Um, there's no good. Okay, Brendan Brashad as well, he says, we must remember that we are not the sum of our intentions, but we are our actions. So you have to act. You have to do something with your great and lofty intentions. Um, now, this is going to require effort. And this is the bit that sometimes we struggle with, understandably. Um, you have to put in the effort at this point. You have to take steps to make it happen. So if we go back to an example I mentioned previously, you want to um, you want your children to eat more healthy food. That's an uh, aspiration for many of us. So you decide to wake up slightly earlier and make them porridge. Instead of giving them sugar-filled cereal in the morning, uh, Frosties or whatever it is you give them, you decide I'm going to make them porridge and cut them some fruit. So you do that in the morning. You've taken action. But then what happens? You gain momentum. Snack time comes around. And instead of giving them uh, chocolate, uh, grabbing a bar of chocolate, which would be much easier from the cupboard, you decide, you know what? I'm going to give them something healthier. You give them some yogurt with some nuts on top and some honey or something like that. A little bit more effort, but you didn't want to waste that healthy breakfast. You didn't want to um, just give them chocolate after you've given them so much good stuff. So you've gained momentum. And again, now lunchtime comes around and you think, huh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't just give them fish and chips. Maybe I can do something else. So you make them a healthy lunch as well. And you gain momentum and you keep this going. Yes, you might slip up. Yes, uh, you know, you're not going to keep uh, healthy food all the time, but you've gained momentum and, and that momentum feeds back into your self-belief belief in yourself that you can do this um, and also it feeds back into your ambition this idea that um, you inspire yourself almost because you see the fruits of your labor in your children and um, same with memorizing Quran you know you start memorizing the Quran with your kids and you know what the next day you do it again and the third day comes around and you're feeling a bit tired but you don't want to waste those two previous days so you do the third day, you gain momentum, you gain motivation, and you get a loop. You get a loop going around. The more action you do, the more momentum you do, the more motivation you do, and it keeps looping around. So take action. Action leads to momentum, which leads to motivation. Um, but while all this is going on, oh, so that is step four. For those of you who are making notes, step four is take action. Um... Oh, so are we on step four, step five, sorry, excuse me. Step five is take action. So um, while after you've taken action, you've got momentum going, some of us will fall short here. We will forget this top bit, okay? So you've taken action, you've gained momentum, you're achieving the goals you want to achieve in your homeschool. And then you start to feel that motivation dip a little bit. That is because you're not feeding these top ones. You're not feeding your ambition, the inspiration and the ideas that you have in your life and you're not 
feeding your belief. Um, you're not protecting your environment. You're not um, renewing your intentions and making dua. You have to maintain all of this um, to maintain your motivation, to sustain your motivation. So with sustained motivation, you can achieve anything that you put your mind to, inshallah. It is so valuable. As a homeschooling parent, you're doing something so valuable, so worthwhile, that motivation is key. And learning the skill to maintain and sustain your motivation is um, a really important thing. And I hope that this video has helped. I've just touched upon it, but there are books and books written on the subject um, that you can find and you can read if you want to know more. But these are the key principal points. You mustn't let your motivation die. Okay, you need to protect it. You need to continue to feed it, as we've talked about here. Um, because if your motivation dies, then your homeschool could too. You could decide that this is not for you, that you're not enjoying homeschooling anymore and uh, you want to give it up. Or you might end up homeschooling in a way that you never really wanted to do, um, but it was just easier. So don't do that. Don't let your motivation die out. Don't let your homeschool and your dreams and your ambitions for your children die too. So recap. Step one, if you need it, take a break. Step back from what you're doing. Do something that you enjoy for a little while. Step two is clarify what your ambitions are for your children and for your homeschool. Step three, make dua, make intention for what you're doing. Step four, address your environment, um, the people, the physical environment, and also address your health. Step five, take action. That will lead to momentum and will continue to feed your motivation. So I want to tell, I want you guys to talk now. I want you to tell me in the comments, um, if you care to share, what area of your homeschool have you found you, that you're lacking in motivation? Um, what have you maybe been inconsistent with in the past? Uh, you started off strong, but you just couldn't find the motivation to keep it going. Or maybe there's an idea that you've got in your head that you want to do with your children, but you haven't done it yet. So if you'd love to share that with me, if you'd like to share that with me, I'd love to hear about it. And also I'd like to hear now maybe what you're actually going to do now to address these ambitions and these dreams, because there's no point just having ambitions and dreams if you don't take action. So what are you going to do? Maybe you can make that intention right now in the comments if you would care to share with us. Um, also, if you have any questions, please pop them in the comments now um, and I'll, I'll make some time to scroll through and answer as many as I can. Walaikum salam everybody on Facebook. I'll just, assalamu alaikum. Okay, and let's have a look on Instagram, what we've got going, oh mashallah, there's lots of you joined. Okay. I hope that you have found this useful. I'm just scrolling through. Walaikum assalam, Muna. Oh, mashallah. There's lots of people coming here. Walaikum assalam. Okay, somebody's asked me about vaccinations. That's not really um, a topic that I can advise you on. Um, I'm here to talk about homeschooling. I wish I could, but there's a lot of information online for you to make that decision yourself. Can I look at your homeschool class? If you're interested in um, seeing how we do homeschooling, 
sort of the setup and um, just what it really looks like, then I've done quite a few day in the life videos. You can find them on my YouTube channel. It's just our Muslim homeschool. You can search that on YouTube and go to the playlist that says day in the life. And there's a few there that you can can watch and I'll give you a good idea of what our homeschool classes are like. Um, any tips on potty training? Oh dear, I'm so sorry. <laughs> are you going through potty training right now? That's that's tough. That's really tough. Uh, I think I've just found, you know, I'm on my fourth child now. I've just found that um, don't push too early. It's okay to wait until you're absolutely sure that this is going to work. Otherwise, it's very stressful. It's exhausting and it can really affect your relationship with your child, even if it's just for a short period of time. Um, that would be my advice. Uh, don't start until you're absolutely sure that you're ready. I think with my last two children, I didn't start potty training until they were three. Um, and many people do it much, much earlier than that. But I think the earlier you do it, potentially the more stressful it is. Walaikum uh, salam. Homeschool mum that quit homeschooling affect me very much in a very bad way. Oh, that's terrible. Um, yeah. So if you know somebody who was homeschooling and they quit and they are saying negative things about homeschooling and making you feel down and bad about yourself and bad about the whole um, homeschooling thing that you wanted to do, you have to look at that person. What they're saying is not actually... Um, an attack on you. What it is, is a reflection of their own inner struggle. They're struggling with this decision that they've made. They're struggling with what they're viewing as a failure. And instead of, and whether it is a failure or not, is not up for us to say, but they, they are taking it on as a personal failure and reflecting it back out into the world. So if somebody is saying something negative about homeschooling because they couldn't do it, um, it's just, it's, it's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them. So don't take it personally. If there's a way that you can step back and not um, and not be around that person, not, not take in what they're saying, then do that. Step back away from that person if you can. And remember, it's not about you, it's about them. Always needed visuals, thanks. Alhamdulillah, I'm glad my little, my little high-tech slide worked for you. Um, just scrolling through Instagram a bit longer. People complimenting my hijab. Well, thank you. I felt like something a bit summery today. It is so grey and dark outside. Um, what are a few things that you would do to look after yourself? That's a nice question. Thank you, Samira. Um, so, I mean, for me, I do things physically to look after myself, like exercise. Exercise not only helps you feel better, give you energy, it also gives you mental clarity um, and really helps with um, that's very important when you homeschool, that you have mental clarity and that you have energy. Um, and also it helps you to feel better and look better in yourself. So that's one thing that I would suggest is exercise. Um, I try to eat healthy. Um, I don't have much time to do things like bath and face mask and that kind of thing because I have a newborn baby. Um, I love to read as well. Uh, that's it's something that I really identify myself with is that I am a reader. And if I don't read, um, it affects me. So what do you identify yourself as? Are you somebody who always exercises? Are you somebody who um, 
I don't know, who somebody's very sociable and you like to go out and meet your friends, then do that. Whatever it is you identify with. Um, do, do what you can. There are seasons and times in your life when you can do more of those things. Um, but, you know, do your best and it will, it will help your motivation and, and give you more energy. Okay. Somebody is saying, um, I have all the resources, but no motivation. <laughs> well, at least you have the resources. Uh, it's a good place to start. And I hope this video will, will help you to get some motivation. Um, Salam Gemma, I hope you're well. I really love the idea of morning basket, but I find it difficult to be consistent each day. How long do you spend on your morning basket and your desk work? Um, we spend maybe half an hour on the morning basket. And then desk work, maybe an hour and a half, uh, maybe maybe a bit more than an hour and a half now, actually, because we kind of move it onto the rug. So that kind of counts as our desk work. But actually, the next live session that I'm planning to do is all about the morning basket. So um, I hope you'll be able to tune into that, Samira. I'm going to be discussing what is a morning basket? Um, what's it all about? Why is it such a useful tool in your homeschool and, and how I do it and what I put in my morning basket. So that's going to be the next live session that I do next week, inshallah. Uh, thank you. How did you make the decision to homeschool your kids? Um, so I actually did a live session two weeks ago um, about why we homeschool our children. And you can find that on YouTube. It's called the two biggest reasons we homeschool or something like that um, if you're on Facebook you can find that in the videos tab um, about why we homeschool that was just two weeks ago it should be right on the top there um, if you're listening on the podcast I'll put the link for that in the show notes um, what if you're finding officially fine okay what about financial issues basically somebody's asking about so financially um, I'm glad you asked on Wednesday um, inshallah, I'm going to be publishing a blog post that is 50 plus free resources that every homeschooler should know. And the reason that I decided to, to work on this and to uh, publish this one is because I think financial reasons are one of the biggest reasons that as homeschoolers, that, that more people don't homeschool. Um, a lack of self-belief and um, financial restrictions. I did a lot of research. I actually started this blog post before I had my baby. It's now ready. I found 50, more than 50, really good quality resources that are free, that can be used um, in your homeschool and to provide a really well-rounded um, homeschool experience for your children. And these are not free resources. Some, some free resources claim to be free, but then after seven days you have to pay or um, there are all sorts of restrictions. These are genuinely free and they're really good quality. So that blog post will be coming out on Wednesday, inshallah. Uh, somebody's asking about um, dyslexia. I'm, I'm afraid I don't have any experience with dyslexia and dealing with that as a homeschooling parent. Um, if, if you have nobody in your community or um, in your area that you can discuss that with, then please feel free to contact me privately and I'll try and put you in touch with somebody. Walaikum salam. Okay, that's all the questions on Instagram. Uh, so somebody has kindly shared uh, their inspiration, that what they want to do with their children here on Facebook. They've said, 
Jazakallah khair for this. I wanted a play-based outdoor learning homeschool for my children in winter. And I'm having and having a small flat, I'm losing motivation. I feel like I'm struggling with them and I'm wondering whether to stop um, thinking they could get outside more at school. I was making a bit of effort to take them outside every day for two or three hours or more and now I'm failing. Yeah, that's tough because it's winter. It's winter, but you want them to get outdoors. Hmm. I would suggest you look at your environment in the sense that you look at ways that you can set up to facilitate that, things that you can do to facilitate going outside. Now, for example, when I was heavily pregnant, not that long ago, um, I still wanted my kids to go outdoors. So I invested in warm clothes for myself and I invested in one of those camping stools. You're gonna, if you saw me in the park, you would have laughed. I took a, like a foldable stool with me. Um, it was very light because it's a camping one. I took that with me. I opened that out in the park, got my picnic blanket out and sat there um, and let my kids just be outside. Um, the temptation when you're heavily pregnant is just to stay inside, stay on the sofa um, and eat chocolate, which I did do, of course, but I didn't want their homeschooling to suffer and their homeschool experience. So I got myself a, a camping stool, um, a good thermos as well, and I got outside. So I don't know if there's a way, sister, that you can invest in things that will make going outside easier for you. Um, a stool, rugs, picnic blankets, uh, warmer clothes. Um, I know that the, the sun, lack of sunlight as well, does affect our energy levels. So perhaps that might be an issue for you and you could look into um, ways to treat seasonal affective disorder. Um, but also... You know, don't jump back into school just because of this, because winter will be over soon uh, and spring will be back. The longer days will be back and you may regret your decision. So don't be hasty with that decision. Um, but if after taking these steps, you still feel like school would be the right place for them, then, you know, seek advice from those around you that you trust. And, and perhaps that will be something that you decide to do. Somebody's asked, how long should I de-school my kids after two years in state schools? Well... It depends on their experience. If your children have been in school and they had a very negative experience and now they're at a point where they have no motivation to learn, where learning and anything school related is very negative experience for them, then your period of de-schooling is going to be longer. So for those of you who are not familiar, um, de-schooling is just this idea that after you take your kids out of school, you give them a very extended break. You do nothing at all that looks like school, feels like school at all for a long period of time. Um, and that allows your children to heal emotionally from what they may have experienced and also to reframe in their minds what learning is all about. And then slowly what, what tends to happen is they start to want to learn themselves. They'll start to pick up the books themselves, start to initiate activities themselves, at which point you reintroduce learning. So this sister is asking, how long should you do school? I think it depends on your child. Um, I, I think get start start home start de-schooling now, and see the effects. Don't rush back into schooling straight away. See how long it takes um, for the individual child. Um, oh, good morning, Amira. I'm glad you're here. Salam alaikum. Uh, love the camping stall. Alhamdulillah. Right. Great. So I think that kind of wraps it up. 
Um, so that's a reminder for you now. If you want to rewatch this, if you haven't been able to watch the whole session, um, then you can pop back on to uh, so Facebook. You just need to click on the videos tab and you'll find this video there and you can rewatch it um, whenever you like. It'll also be on my website. You'll be on YouTube as well. If you're on Instagram, it'll be on my uh, stories feed for 24 hours. Then after that, you can head over to my website, ourmuslimhomeschool.com and watch it there. And also I will be uploading it on the Raising Mums podcast. Um, so again, again, to remind you, last week um, I published on Wednesday, I published a, a blog post about... Um, it actually was a guest blog post. Somebody came on and her daughter, subhanAllah, she memorized the whole Quran in just two years. So this blog post is called How to Help Your Children Memorize the Quran Fast. So that's on my blog, ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash blog. You can find it there. Um, and she shares her tips um, about how her daughter, aged only eight years old, managed to memorize the whole Quran. It's a very inspiring story. And next week on Wednesday, I'll be publishing that 50 plus resources, free resources that every homeschooler should know. And then on Sunday, I'll be back again at the same time, inshallah, um, talking about morning baskets. What is a morning basket? Why should I have a morning basket? Um, how can it help me and my children? And what do I put in it? So um, I hope that you've you've um, learned a bit more here about what motivation is all about, why it's so important. Um and this is a really important skill that I think you should, that, that every homeschooler should try to master um, if you want to homeschool in the long term. Um, you'll find all the links to the various blog posts and things I mentioned here in the show notes below this video um, or in this podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining me. I really appreciate you being here live with me today. Um, it's been a pleasure. And um, you know where to find me again next Sunday here at 10am. So thank you so much. Assalamu alaikum.